It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Detroit Lions have come a long way from biting kneecaps and now are poised to take a big step this season. And it all starts with their coach. Also, the World Baseball Classic came down to its two biggest stars and the lack of interest in Lamar Jackson is confusing. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Detroit Lions nearly made the postseason last year and are very much operating this offseason like they expect to be there in 2023. They have revamped their secondary with players like Emmanuel Mosley, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They replaced Jamal Williams with David Montgomery and, according to our friends at FanDuel, are the favorites to win the NFC North. Joining me now from Locked on Lions, pumping his fist, Matt Jerry. <laughs> and, and Matt, there is a certainly a line between playoff team and contender, but how, how do the Lions make the jump from non-playoff team to playoff team, or have they already done it? Yeah, Pete, I'm, I'm penciling in 14 wins. I don't know. About you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we really recording? Let's start over. No, I, here's the thing. I mean, the expectations, and I said this on my show on Tuesday, the, the expectations are now going to be raised. There's actually going to be a bullseye on their back and I'm going to be very interested in seeing how they do. But with that being said, like you said, you just rattled off a few names. The roster is so much better already. Like the secondary has been revamped. They went from drafting Jeffrey Okuda to third. He's now their sixth cornerback. Mm. So like they're ready to rock and they feel they bring their staff back for the most part. Ben Johnson's back as OC and and we still haven't even had the draft yet. So they are in prime position here in this division to make some noise. Considering they are appearing to try and win now. Let's go make the playoffs. Let's try and get better. Someone like Anthony Richardson seems really appealing in a vacuum, but that doesn't seem to me to fit with the way that they've handled this offseason. What do you think about that? Oh, I agree. I mean, why would you draft a guy that won't play for three years? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe two, you know, in Anthony Richardson at number six. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think they're going to play, take the best available player. Even if they think it's Richardson, I, I would I would take the quarterback out of the mix. I don't even think he'll be there. Biggest question for me is, will they pull the trigger on Jalen Carter at six? Yeah, They need a nose tackle, a a D tackle that can clog the middle. They've, they've got some decent depth there with Bugs and McNeil and Onzerike coming back, but that would be the guy. The problem is if you go back and look at the Sheila Hamp era as owner and her mother as well, a Mrs. Ford, um, Martha Firestone Ford, they've never really taken guys that a month or two earlier were in jail or yeah. gotten some trouble or are overweight. It's always been squeaky clean uh, down in Allen Park for the most part. Um, you know, they had some guys that, that, you know, Matt Patricia thought were cancers like Diggs and Slay. Those guys are good, great football players. And it turned out Patricia was wrong. So that's the question for the next month is, will they pull the trigger at six? If four quarterbacks go ahead of um, uh, the Lions at six, and then Will Anderson, that leaves Jalen Carter at six. He does fill a need, but 
A lot of mocks, Pete, had the Lions taking a corner at six, but how can you take a corner now when you've got six of them in your stable at the moment? If you're the Lions, where do you think they stack up in the NFC? Because I think you can make the case that they're like the second or third best team in the league right now. Well, some in the NFC. The, right. Yeah. Well, the Lions, after beating your Packers uh, uh, in week 18, people were like, yes, glad oh, they're you the second best team anyway. And they're the, the greatest nine win team to not make the playoffs in the history of the sport. Um, but no, there's a lot of momentum there, like you said. The question, you know, has to be raised, though, is now that the talent level is raised and everything else and the expectations are there, can they follow up and follow through? What will the schedule look like when it comes out? They got to play the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they, they've got to play, you know, some, some decent teams, AFC West and stuff like that. So it remains to be seen, but you have to like where they sit. I do believe that they are the favorites to win the division. I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, like, Chauncey Gardner Johnson did the other day. They might have more talent than the Eagles. Philly knows how to win. You know, uh, you know they they won close games. They won playoff games. They made the Super Bowl. Lions still haven't gotten there yet. So I'm going to pump the brakes on ranking them in the NFC. I love what the Niners have done defensively still, no matter what the quarterback situation is. And I think Shanahan's a genius. So, but division-wise, no, they there's no question that with all the Vikings uh, decimation and free agency and uh, cap wise, the Packers, the Bears, who I know people are fawning over, but they're not ready. The Lions believe they are. Stay updated all year on the Detroit Lions by following Locked On Sports today and Locked On Lions on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the World Baseball Classic came down to a matchup between the two biggest stars in the tournament, the two biggest baseball stars in the world. Before we get to that, the Cowboys are replacing Ezekiel Elliott. The midway point in the NBA season has come and gone, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Or you can check out the New York Knicks traveling to take on the Miami Heat. FanDuel sees how the Knicks have performed lately, and it's not impressed. They have the Heat as two-point favorites in this one. You can also combine multiple prop bets in one game into a same-game parlay for an even larger payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Do you ever search for something on the internet that you don't want anyone else to know about? Do you ever think, I hope no one ever finds out that I can't spell onto Dekumbo? I know most of you are probably thinking, well, why not just use incognito mode? I know that's what I was thinking the first time I heard about ExpressVPN. Let me tell you something, incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you have visited. That's why even when I'm not home, and even when I am, I never go anywhere without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. I, I don't even turn it off. I turn it on and mostly just leave it on. ExpressVPN is available on your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to use it. 
Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash locked, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash locked. expressvpn.com slash locked to learn more. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. A week after releasing Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys have agreed to a one-year deal with free agent running back Ronald Jones, the team announced on Tuesday. It doesn't mean Jones, a former second-round pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will be Elliott's sole replacement in 2023, but the Cowboys have provided depth as a complement to Tony Pollard, who will play on the franchise tag. At least, that's what we think for now. Jones spent last season with the Kansas City Chiefs, but appeared in just six games with 17 carries after a four-year stint with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No relation, by the way, Ronald Jones, not related, Jerry Jones. Could Cam Newton be returning to the NFL? He announced himself and his desire to be a quarterback at Auburn's Pro Day on Tuesday. Newton threw more than 30 passes to some NFL hopefuls for Auburn. He declined to talk to reporters, but his younger brother, Kalen Newton, who was showcasing his talents to NFL scouts, said this, he still got it. Whatever organization wants to get a winning quarterback, his number's still open and available. Cam hasn't thrown a pass in an NFL game since December 26, 2021, when he finished up a stretch of five games as the Panthers' starter. Carolina went 0-5 during that stretch. The game of basketball lost a legend on Tuesday. Willis Reed, the legendary captain and star center for the New York Knicks, who led the franchise to its only two championships and was the author of one of the signature moments in NBA history, passed away at 80 years old. Reed was the physical presence in the post across his 10 years in the National Basketball Association, all of them in New York. He was the NBA's Rookie of the Year in 1965 and its most valuable player in 1970. Reed also was a seven-time All-Star and a five-time All-NBA selection. He was eventually named to the NBA's 50th and 75th anniversary teams. He will be forever remembered for the Willis-Reed game. What else would you call it? The night he played in Game 7 against Will Chamberlain and the Lakers despite missing Game 6 with a thigh injury. You know you're a legend when every great injured performance after you gets compared to something you did. The Boston Celtics traveled west to face the Sacramento Kings in a game they needed to win to keep pace with the Bucks. Boston Celtics finally get that blowout win we've been waiting for. I'm John Corrales of the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Yeah, the Kings were on their fifth game in seven nights, and they're not a great defensive team to begin with, but the Celtics did what they're supposed to do by attacking the rim, forcing that defense to make decisions, and then having the entire offense flow off of that. They got drive and kick three-pointers rather than the one-pass three-pointers. They got themselves to the free-throw line, even though they didn't make a ton of them. They did everything they're supposed to do. This is what the offense is supposed to look like, and we've been dying for this level of offense from the Celtics, but the defense as well. They forced six turnovers from DeMontis Sabonis, jumping the passing lanes, understanding how he plays, reading the scattering report, and getting those turnovers and turning them into points. The Celtics, 21 points off of turnovers combined compared to Sacramento's six. They ended the road trip in style. This is exactly what Celtics fans have been hoping for. Now can they continue? They still have an outside chance at that top seed and a couple of very winnable games on the schedule before facing the Bucks. 
And the Orlando Magic managed to stave off playoff elimination for at least another night. This is Philip Rossman, like the host of Locked On Magic, as the Orlando Magic get a huge win, 122 to 112, over the Washington Wizards. And it's huge because of the way that they did it. Not necessarily because of the standings implications, but postseason dreams slowly getting out of reach as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. But so many of the games that the Magic have played over the last few weeks, over the last few months, over the last few days, has been all about their late game execution. We question whether this young team can make plays down the stretch consistently to win games. And if you look at their record, just like you could look at the Wizards record, they're playing late games, they're playing clutch situations, is really what's determining their outcomes and why they're where they're at in the standings. With the lead heading into the final moments of the game, Orlando made every play they had to make. They got stops, they got rebounds, but most importantly, they made shots. Whether it was moving the ball to get Gary Harrison open three, whether it was Markel Fultz working the post, they found a way to get shots and pull out what is a big win over a Wizards team that needed it just as much as they did. A big win for Orlando to start this homestand. Here is another story you need to know. Two of the best players to ever walk planet Earth in the history of baseball squared off in the World Baseball Classic in the bottom of the ninth, get this, with a one-run game and two outs. It was Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout, and Shohei said, I'll show you something. Striking out Mike Trout with a ridiculous slider. Joining me now from Locked On Angels, John Frisch, who gets to marvel at both of these players on a daily basis. And John, I actually want to ask you a broad question here to start because the World Baseball Classic has been phenomenally fun. We get this incredible ending on Tuesday night. How do we bottle this for baseball? How do we translate this? Man, it's it's a it's like Benji Gill said after the Team Mexico loss. He said this is a win for baseball because that incredible Japan uh, Team Japan comeback the other night, and then the game we got last night. Good grief, man! I'm like I got goosebumps watching all of that. It's been insane, and so I really hope that everybody keeps that energy, that enthusiasm, and brings it into the season. And honestly, like with the kinds of celebrations that we've got to see from all the teams across the WBC, like there's got to be some rule changes or something, man, because there was so much hype throughout this tournament. And I think that is a huge part of what made it fun. And it mattered to the players. That's the thing. And and yes. I think part of baseball's problem, right, is when you play 160 plus games, it's hard to maintain that intensity for six straight months. That's why right. playoff baseball is so fun. Yes. I, I do wonder though, with the rule changes, Is that like the perfect thing to catapult this forward? You come off this incredible World Baseball Classic, and now you say, hey, wasn't this fun? Well, here's new baseball. Yeah, yeah, especially with the pace of play and the way things are going to change. I mean, these guys are going to be, you know, off their feet as much as uh, these games are going to be much shorter. So these guys are not going to be out in the field as long. And so, yeah, perhaps that helps in some sort of way, just the fact that, you know, 162 games is a slog already. And and when they're three hours plus, man, that's mm. just like, that's a long time out there. So maybe if we're getting around, you know, 215, if we're lucky, two hours and 30 minutes, if it's a, a, a good game, then maybe that kind of changes things for these guys. But yeah, I, I especially it's funny because they didn't play those rules in the WBC. And so there was a lot more drama in that sense. So I'll be interested to see how these quicker pace rules are going to shake out this season. 
Last thing I want to ask you about, I saw some some people make this observation on Twitter, and I think it's really astute. That last at-bat and this game drew more, at least on social media, and I know Twitter's not a real place, <laughs> more conversations than almost anything we saw from the playoffs last year. Yeah. Doesn't that run counter to this idea that someone like Shohei Otani, who's not an American, who does not speak you know, a ton of conversational English that he can't be the face of baseball. Cause it seems like for especially, you know, um, the, the, the digital fans, the hardcore fans that are online and talking about these things that mm -hmm. we're already there. We're already there. He transcends baseball. He is transcends language barriers. He transcends borders because everybody loves Shohei Otani. He's, he's surpassed Babe Ruth and just how amazing he can be as a two-way player. And the fact that I think coming into 2023, he's going to take that MVP season from 21. He's going to take that pitching performance, which he had a better pitching line last year than he did in his MVP season. Man, if he can put that together, I think that we're in for a real treat in 2023. I think Shohei Otani has just set himself up as a face of baseball, especially with that epic moment in the ninth inning. Ooh. Stay up to date all year on the LA Angels by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Angels on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, the lack of interest in Lamar Jackson is perplexing. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar puff and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite. You know I'll be voting for the Coconut Puff, which is funny because last year I didn't because I, I didn't know about the coconut puff yet. I was voting for the um, brownie batter puff or the coconut almond bar. There are, there are so many favorites I've had over the years. It just evolves every time they give me new options. I'm like, oh, this is my new favorite. And now they'll have a drawing where 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Locked On fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. It's the best protein bar ever. And I, I'm not just saying that. I eat them literally every day if I can. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate, but still tastes amazing. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are at an impasse. He's not getting what he wants from the team, but there's also seemingly no suitors lining up to take him off the Ravens' hands. This perplexes James Rapine and Tony Wiggins on Locked On NFL. Well, there's no one. There's no top dog at quarterback. Mm -hmm. And yet you have the Carolina Panthers moving mountains to get the top pick. You have the Houston Texans set to take a quarterback at number two. And the Colts probably taking a quarterback at four. I mean, the list goes on. Maybe the Cardinals trade. There's so many 
teams that could use a franchise quarterback and I it's Lamar Jackson. And I know there's an injury history. It's still Lamar Jackson. And you could say, oh, you have to play a certain way and all of these things are whatever, man. I would rather play that way than Matt Ryan or I'd rather play that way than Carson Wentz or play that way than, uh, you know, have a, a quarterback battle between you, you, right. these, these retread type guys. Like I just, I am surprised that no team has gone all in on Lamar Jackson or gotten even close, especially, and this is the important part of the Mike Florio report. If he does not want a fully guaranteed contract, which you're saying Stephen A. Smith also saying that if that's the case, then I don't know what the NFL is doing in these, all these GMs need to get their head out of their rear ends. It is certainly weird that teams don't seem that interested in Lamar Jackson. But I think in another way, it is showing us exactly how much the Cleveland Browns violated an unspoken or, or perhaps even spoken rule among NFL teams and ownership groups about guaranteed contracts, about the kind of contract Deshaun Watson got. Because this lack of interest seems to be a direct reaction to what happened in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, including hearing from Ravens owner Steve Bishotti saying he didn't like what the Browns did, that it set a bad precedent. And now every other team in the league is so scared. They are terrified of validating this precedent. If it's just Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, they can say that's a one-off. That's a unique thing. We don't have to follow that standard. But when a second team does it, now that's the law of the land. Now that is what every top-of-market quarterback is going to want from that moment forward. And these teams, more than just not wanting Lamar Jackson, there are plenty of teams that would want Lamar Jackson. What they don't want to do is set a precedent where there is no going back. There is no putting that genie back in the bottle once it is out. And in contradistinction, the Browns did that. And it shows us just how seriously the other 31 teams viewed that move. And finally, the rivalry of Michigan and Ohio State is legendary. If you grow up in either state and you're good at football, your college is expected to be a foregone conclusion. There are turncoats, though. As running back Jordan Marshall demonstrated on Tuesday, he's a top recruit, according to ESPN, a top 10 player in the state of Ohio. And he's going to Michigan. In fact, Marshall is one of three Ohio recruits that are headed to Michigan in 2024. Marshall's commitment is an important one for the Wolverines, given that he is a top prospect at a position of need. But getting a win over Ohio State on the recruiting trail is always a goal for the rival teams. And now... Michigan's getting those wins on the field, too. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, who's on upset alert in the Sweet 16? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.